0: Thank you for tuning in to the Saint Thomas Episcopal Church Advent Calendar podcast. We hope this episode will be a blessing to you as you are to us for tuning in today. Enjoy. I'm here with my friend Jennifer Hartzell. Jennifer is pianist, organist, choir master, uh, choral conductor—kind of everything related to music and musical experience at Saint Thomas. But obviously, your musical career didn't begin at Saint Thomas. When did you realize that you had a gift for music or a knack for music? And when did you fall in love with playing?
1: Well, my mom was a, a pretty good piano player. And I don't think she plays anymore, but she would play when we were just little. And I started trying to teach myself how to play when I was about four. Not super successfully, but I started taking lessons when I was five or six And um, despite my parents' best efforts, I never quit. Um, Like my other siblings kind of dropped like flies throughout the whole growing up period. But I just, I don't know. I just kept doing it. And
0: Now, your musical tastes aren't just like, you know, classical organ. You play other (laughs) instruments. And, you know, you've been in other kinds of bands. Tell me about some of the other musical instruments and bands that you've played in.
1: Okay. Well, when I was in college, I played in um, a kind of a punk band, but I played keyboards. Later, a couple of years later, after I finished grad school and was teaching and doing all this other stuff, I learned how to play bass. And then I was in kind of uh, a slightly successful punk metal band um, for several years. Plus, um, so I'd started out playing in bands on keyboard, but I taught myself how to play the bass. So that's.
0: That's awesome. And yeah. you know, it's kind of the keyboardist's revenge that like now when you mix music for St. Thomas, you're doing a lot of digital mixing, but you're adding a lot of different instrument instruments. Yes. Yes percussion and violin and you're playing the whole symphony Yes. Um, in a way when it was built and first invented the organ was considered this amazing instrument because the organ was meant to kind of replicate an entire symphony where you have all these different sounds you know all of a sudden on on your three keyboards you know what's the difference for you between playing piano and keyboard
1: well I really it Depends on the style of music. For some kind of singing, some kinds of singing. I really like the organ better because I think people feel more supported. There's no decay in the sound. You know what I mean? It's it's you can hold a note, it's gonna stay the same forever. But I mean, piano is my real, you know, first love. And that's what most of my st- study has been although i have studied organ with some really great teachers
0: but people come into church and they experience church music you know like one for somebody who's grown up with organ especially but for any church style you go to music is central you know music is one of the ways that we experience god in our worship So for the Episcopal Church, we tend to prefer piano and organ. Some churches prefer, you know, more like a rock style. Some prefer more electric. Yeah. Um, But regardless of that, for everyone, and, and even across denominations and across genres, whether you're Pentecostal or Baptist or Methodist or Roman Catholic, music is kind of one of the ways that we deeply experience God in our worship. It's a yes. way that we deeply connect, even if it's just a cappella, like a very simple taze, repetitive, melodic. But you're on the other side of that. You are the music content creator. Mm-hmm. How do you experience, or do you ever experience, you know, God through playing your music?
1: Oh, I, I think absolutely. Um, well, see, I, I think I can. It, I experience God in a lot of different ways through music. Honestly, and this is maybe going to sound silly. I've done so much writing and arranging since the pandemic. And uh, m- most of the time, it's not that hard to come up with an idea, but if I there's something I really want to do and I cannot figure out how to do it, I'm like, okay, you're just going to let, this speak to you, let God kind of let you know what, what's going to be the best thing to do. I, I mean, I really do feel that way. And then.
0: Oh, that's interesting I, because, you know, like the idea of inspiration coming from the gods is kind of a, you know, Roman
1: yeah, know. <laughs> Greek
0: kind of, kind of thing. Like the, the gods are the ones who inspire us and motivate us and thrill us uh, and propel us to create art or to creation, but also it's a very deeply Christian idea that like God is the God of creation. God is the God of wisdom. God is the God of, you know, I, I believe the Holy Spirit is one of creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say, you know, that's interesting and right on to experience God while you're creating new music. Mm-hmm. I don't know if a lot of folks know this, but you wrote a lot of the service music that we use at St. Thomas. It's original music to mm-hmm. us that you made. Is there something different creating church music than creating non-church music?
1: Um, <clears throat> I think I, I feel so strongly about, especially the um, church music I've created that the words are so important that I have to respect the words, the text in a way that highlights it rather than like, Oh, I'm going to write this cute tune and um, fit the words with that. Cause I just, that I, and I've discussed this with other composers, honestly. And some people are like, no, I'll write the music and then put the words to it. And I'm like, I can't, I find that very difficult. and But I think that's one of the great things about the music I write. It's mostly music that has words. And I do tons of arranging of instrumental music. And as you know, a lot of that is just, I'll sit down at the piano and improv and uh, record it and say, here, here's an arrangement. But yeah, I, I think this, the, focus on the text is super important to me. I think even in more in church music than other kinds, like if I was writing a rock song, for instance, I would have no problem. Like, Oh, I came up with this cool lick and I'm going to record that. And then I'm going to think about, you know, the words, but that's kind of how I look at it.
0: That's cool. That's cool. Listen, I know that you really create that holy space for a lot of people, especially me in our worship. And there are some days where you're playing just some beautiful anthem. And I think, why did I even preach today when we could just <laughs> play? Like, you know, you really uh, create the atmosphere and the context. And it means a lot to me. And I know it means a lot to, to folks in our parish. So thank you for that. and Thank you for your ministry at St. Thomas.
1: You are welcome. And we are
0: all very, very grateful for you. So may God bless you, keep you, preserve you, and continue to inspire you to greatness. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for tuning in to the St. Thomas Episcopal Church Advent Calendar Podcast. This is the Reverend Josiah Ringers inviting you to join us every Sunday at St. Thomas at 8.15, 10.30, or 5 p.m. or online. Check us out at stthomasepiscopal.net.
1: Thanks again. May God bless you.